Continuing on the theme of React distros, one of the more significant announcements from last year is Shopify building their own React meta framework called Hydrogen, which is an interesting and hilarious split of the liquid templating syntax that they're familiar with. So they split liquid into oxygen, which is their basically their Vercel clone, and then hydrogen, which is their React meta framework. And they are using React server components before release, which is a very interesting and bold choice. And here's Ilya Grigorek explaining why. When we looked at the available set of tools in the React ecosystem, we felt like the existing crop of frameworks and particular ones for commerce don't solve the right problems or maybe don't stack the right decisions to enable this dynamic commerce experience that we've been talking about. There's a host of really good tools for statically generated pages, but like if you really want to build a fast server-side rendered React-powered experience, you have to hire some really smart people to make that work, right? And that gets very expensive very quickly. And so mo most teams fail, right? They, they end up with subpar experiences and we thought we could help. So this is why we entered into the space and said, it's not like we've invented server-side streaming, right? Like, right. <laughs> I, I think I was with you guys on this show 10 years ago talking about streaming mm -hmm. in HTTP servers. Yeah. So this is not new technology, but it's a new stack. It's a different stack. It's a different set of uh, choices, right? So now, now the question is, well, I do want to use React on the server and client. How do I do that while still delivering really fast server-side streaming solution that is not blocking on data requests such that I can enable the clients to quickly render at least like a visual shell of the page, provide some like loading indicators and, and speak to that user experience aspect of speed, not just the technical metric of speed, right? Like, did you get the fast time to first byte? Yeah. I can imagine us being two years down the road, having you back on Ilya. So we're at the opening gates of a new thing for you. You put six months into this, you work closely with the React Core team. So you've had very multiple people involved with this project on how React works. But I can just imagine like to Jared's questions, like, you know, why did you choose React over Views, Svelte, and does it lock out other frameworks? I can imagine this at the beginning. And like any beginnings, you start from somewhere. I think that's exactly right. We took a pragmatic choice. So if you look at Oxygen, right, as I said, it's a thing that accepts an HTTP request and spits out an HTTP response. It doesn't matter what JavaScript code runs inside. So mm -hmm. any server-side JavaScript is fair game. On top of that, we have GraphQL, which is framework agnostic, of course. And now it's a question of how do you make the right decisions, architecture decisions on the server, how, how you compose the response such that you don't end up blocking the response for too long, right? So let, let's say you need to fetch product data, query some product description data, maybe figure out card discounts. Can you do those things in parallel as opposed to sequentially and blocking? and stream that such that the user has a good user experience. So like that's a set of choices that you have to make. And that's a problem that we're, we're solving with, with Hydrogen. Hmm. You mentioned Next.js. Did you consider a similar approach versus all server-side rendering, but kind of a hybrid where they have some pre-rendering, they also have some server-side rendering? You mentioned, or is it just caching is your answer to all pre-rendered pages? Is like you've got a marketing page or your about page, instead of pre-rendering it, just cache it. Yeah, we actually worked pretty closely with the next team. They're also innovating and pushing the boundary and React Server components. So React Server components, it's this new hot thing that the React Core team dropped as a 
Christmas gift to the community last year, right? And everyone got super excited because it's this RFC and it asks, answers the perennial question of how do we actually separate client and server concerns? Can we create a convention around data loading patterns? Because right now every React framework has to figure out how do you do data loading, right? You know, get, get server-side props versus something else. Like you have to learn a new dialect every time you pick this up. Uh, React server components tries to answer that. And further, it, it adds a set of new, or opens doors to a set of new possibilities. Things like, it wasn't possible to do component level updates before. So if you've rendered the page, right, and the user is interacting with the page, and you want to reload just a subtree, you can hack that via various ways, but there's no uh, well-defined convention for how the framework itself could do that. React server component answers that. It also, by separating, by creating this boundary between client and server, allows us to build better and more optimized bundles. One of the pitfalls, pardon the tangent here, of isomorphic client-server JavaScript is ultimately we're building these React applications to run on a browser, right? So there's a set of assumptions about browser capabilities and browser APIs being available. You bring that onto the server and you go, well, it's not quite like the browser, right? These APIs are not available and now I need to figure out if I only run this code, do I export these exports to clients as well? Like it becomes really muddy really quickly. And maybe if you're super judicious, you can navigate through that forest, but it's a very challenging problem. RSC, or React Server Component, defines those boundaries. And at least on, on paper, it promises to solve many of those things. And it's still under active development. Propify has been one of the early adopters. We saw it, we played around with it, kind of tried to rebuild our own applications with that pattern. And we felt like it felt nicer than what we were using before, because similar to any other framework, we were inventing our own data loading strategy, right? And then we swapped it out for our CM. We're like, like this, it's new. So there's still friction for most React developers because, well, it's a new shape of API, but you kind of get these second order effects where it's, it just feels more intuitive. It's easier to grok. So even though it takes a little bit of RAM time for someone new, they see the file name and it says dot server and it kind of just clicks. It's like, oh, you know, I can infer what that means. So we have the benefit at Shopify of starting a new. We're not a framework with an existing install base of thousands of apps. We don't have to move them over into this new world, which is mm -hmm. one of the challenges with the React Server components, suspense and all the rest. If you have an existing application, a lot of these things are not easy to adopt because they change how you have to think about data loading, different state transitions and all the rest. For better or for worse, we're starting from scratch. So we're willing to take some opinionated and future looking bets because we have the luxury of not breaking anything yet. <laughs> yet. You have the luxury for now. Exactly. And this week, uh, this, so this is maybe a good transition to, so what, what did we launch this week? This week we launched the Hydrogen Developer Preview, which is, we're not claiming it as production quality code. In fact, we wouldn't encourage you to write production code. Like you could, nothing stops you, of course. But we wouldn't encourage that because we want to use the period of the next couple of months to really iterate on the APIs based on like feedback from real developers and probably break things. Right, right now is the time to dramatically change in, in backwards incompatible way before we declare it to be a 1.0 that folks can build production storefronts that run on Shopify. And then we have to maintain for a while. So this is a really good time if you're just curious about what is React Server components? What is suspense? How do I do server-side streaming? Like go kick the tires on this thing, play around. And I think we made it really simple for anyone listening to this. If you just type in hydrogen.new, in your browser, 
it will open up a stack blitz powered dev environment that runs completely in your browser and you can just start hacking right away. It's a really awesome experience. That's cool. Yeah, yeah give that a try and just see how it feels. And it, it, if you find something that's like really throwing you off, open an issue on GitHub or, or ping us on Twitter. And I'd be curious to hear how folks experience it. There's an interesting point that Ilya is making about justifying why they picked to bet so heavily on React. And it's not a strong opinion in his words, but it's more of a pragmatic opinion just because React's ecosystem is already big. So it's an interesting like big gets bigger argument that I wish hopefully that Svelte uh, may get in there someday. But at the end of the day, they're trying to do what's best for their users. And I think it's an interesting judgment of the existing frameworks that Shopify doesn't think that they're good enough for e-commerce. I'm including a link to hydrogen.new in the show notes where you can try it out.